Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying, there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief, for you are children of the light, children of the day. We're not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, it makes a lot of sense why people drink and use substances while there are those who turn to drugs and alcohol for social reasons, many people turn to drugs and alcohol as a means of escaping, just escaping a burdened conscience and the challenges that life presents. The bottle can provide temporary solace. It can provide a numbing effect, which can then bring temporary relief to the grind of life, to the sorrows of the day and the burdens of the mind. And so it makes a lot of sense. It really does. Now, perhaps you are a person who does not struggle with drugs and alcohol. If so, God be praised. However, you are not off the hook. You see, other than drugs and alcohol, we humans seek all sorts of different coping mechanisms in life to escape the burdens of life and to ease a troubled conscience. For example, we can use things such as hobbies, such as art or music or sports, quilting, woodworking, exercise, reading, just to name a few. These things can function as distractions for us. Like a drug, these things can function a way to help us cope with unresolved tension in our life. They can focus in on ways to help us cope with the troubled conscience. And so instead of facing the big things in life, we can turn to all sorts of things to distract us, things to keep our mind busy, to numb us asleep in this veil of tears like that ostrich, like that ostrich who supposedly puts its head in the sand when trouble approaches, well, we too can run to other things to distract us, to numb us, to grant us temporary relief. Simply stated, we would rather go through life metaphorically drunk and asleep than sober and awake. It's just easier that way. Now, the reason why I mention all of this is this is exactly what the Apostle indicates in the reading from 1 Thessalonians. Notice the words that Paul uses this morning. He says the word darkness, night, sleep. 
and drunk. That is to say, the Apostle Paul asserts that many are sleepwalking through life. Indeed, many are in the darkness, many are in the night, sleep, drunk, so forth. You get the picture. In other words, Paul is saying that they're not living in reality. They're not living in the day. They're not living in the truth. They're complacently living in a life that is metaphorically in a drunken stupor while stumbling around in the dark. Now, while it might be easy to point a finger at the pagan world, well, we Christians easily succumb to this kind of living as well. In fact, there are are whole churches, there are whole churches that specialize in helping Christians to return to a drunken stupor. These churches, we'll call them the Church of Ease, these churches of ease are more concerned about making Christians comfortable in darkness than calling Christians to faithfulness in the light. For example, to be a church of ease, a church of ease that sleeps in the darkness. The pastors, leadership, and parishioners, they must agree to several things to make this work, to be a church of ease, to sleep in the dark. First is this, alarming words like sin, words like wrath, and hell, the final judgment, death, suffering, and the law, all of these words, well, they're avoided at all costs. They're not mentioned in the conversations of the parishioners. They're not mentioned definitely from the pulpit itself. They're not mentioned at all. For if they were, if these words were used, and they were used in the vernacular of the church, it'd be difficult to sleep. They would agitate one out of their slumber. Secondly, pastors, leaders, and parishioners, to be a church of ease, to be asleep, they must agree that miracles and the divine must be diminished. Things such as raising Jesus from the dead, things such as Jesus dying on a bloody cross, Jesus walking on water, healing the sick, the resurrection, the second coming of glory, all of that is downplayed in these churches because it is often, you got it too bright, making it difficult to sleep. Thirdly, these churches of ease will focus on neat little recipes, nice, neat little recipes to fix tiny little problems in life. Sermons in these churches will speak to tiny little problems like, well, perhaps managing better finances or being a well-rounded parent or having happiness in your job and so forth. You know what I'm talking about. Issues in our lives that can be overcome with a little bit of elbow grease, as they say, a little bit of charisma and positive thinking. These kind of themes, these kind of themes and topics are like quiet little lullabies that keep a person snoring along. Indeed, they're like quiet little lullabies that keep a person asleep in their slumber. And so, in the end, these churches of ease, they ignore the realities of life, they downplay the activities and the work of Christ, and they offer up silly little solutions Solutions that are often found in fortune cookies and the self-help section of Barnes and Noble. To the point, these churches of ease, they're asleep. Indeed, they're asleep. And so are the parishioners. They're stumbling around in the darkness. And people in America, they just eat this stuff up. In droves, they go to these churches every single Sunday to be put asleep, to be tucked in, to be cozy, to fall asleep. But baptized saints, this is not you. This is not who you are. 
You see, the Apostle Paul tells you and me that we are not in the darkness. You do not belong to the night. Hear that loud and clear. You do not belong to the night. You are not asleep. You are not drunk because you are sons of the light. You are daughters of the day. Christ has actually snatched you from darkness and placed you into the marvelous kingdom of his light. Indeed, in his light. And so because you belong to the way and the truth and life, you do not sleepwalk through life like others. You can't. You see, while the rest of this world sleepwalks through life while being intoxicated with a thousand things to numb them to the reality of life, numb them to the reality of Jesus and his second coming, you, though, you, though, are creatures of the day. You walk in daylight, sober, dressed up in faith, love and the hope of salvation because you belong to christ and you have his word of truth you see christ's church was never called to be a church of ease a church of ease is a false church indeed it is a false church but rather as christ's church we are the church you got it the church militant indeed the church militant on the other hand is a church that is not asleep the church militant different from the church of ease the church militant itself is not asleep but it's attentive it's alert it's grounded in reality and truth while anticipating christ's second coming where he will judge the living and the dead and ultimately make all things new you see the church militant does not go the way of a drowsy false security the church militant does not seek ways to keep parishioners asleep and comfortable and happy instead the church militant is awake to the problem of sin the reality of God's wrath, the dread of hell, God's divine law, and the second coming and judgment of Christ. Furthermore, the church militant does not withhold God's robust miracles and divine intervention into human history through the birth and life and death and resurrection of Christ. In other words, the church militant does not waste its time on silly little myths, short-sighted life hacks, and lame contemporary trends. Instead, the church militant Yes, the church militant, despite the calamity that the world coughs up, the church militant proclaims the message of sin with boldness, the message of Christ's mighty forgiveness for that very sin, and the message of Christ's second coming to make all things new. Again, the church militant, it challenges, it warns, and it calls Christians to live in the day, to be sober, to be awake, as children of the light as we properly are in Christ. Baptized saints of St. Paul's, as we come to the close of this church year, and as we begin the new church year next week, the message could not be any clearer. We boldly come to this sanctuary. We come into this place, into this time, right here, into this holy sanctuary, we come with all the echoing grinds of this life of this past week. We come into the sanctuary with all the sorrows of this past week. We come into the sanctuary with all the burdens of our conscience. We come into this place to continually receive Christ, the light of the world. Indeed, we come to this place to receive the forgiveness of sins and absolution pronounced from this font by the servant, the pastor, to receive the absolution of Christ for a clean conscience, knowing that you are forgiven for Christ's sake. We come into this place to hear the word of God 
so that the Word of God may shape our minds as we travel through this daily grind. We come into this place to receive the holy sacrament of the altar for the strengthening of our faith amid all of life's sorrows. We come to this place to be reminded that we are in the light of day and we do not belong to the night. You are children of the light because you belong to Christ Jesus, who is light and truth for you. Furthermore, as children of the day, we actually do not shy away from difficult biblical subjects and we're not afraid. We're not afraid to critique the mantras of the culture, to critique the trends of culture itself. But instead, because we have the Lord's word and because we belong to the day, we can diligently and earnestly examine everything in light of the Holy Scriptures. And finally, finally but not least, while the church of ease will have no time for solid teaching but will fill itself up on spiritual junk food and catchy opinions that tickle their fancy, St. Paul's Lutheran cannot be this loud and clear. We cannot and will not turn back on truth. We will not turn back and chase foolish mirages. How can we? How can we chase the shadows of night? We've been purchased and won by Christ, not by gold or silver, but by his precious and mighty blood on that cross for you and for me. Humbly stated, we must recognize that while the church of ease will focus on comfort and trying not to disturb people's feelings as they slumber. The church militant does not seek out personal comfort or warm feelings, for that is not what we truly need. It is not what we truly need as children of the day. Instead, Christ's militant church will deliver assurance and faithfulness through that word and sacrament for you and for me. Yes, you heard that correctly. Christianity is not about personal comfort, lending itself to the night, but instead it is about assurance. It is about steadfast assurance in Christ that lives, lives in the day. Christianity is also not about pleasant personal feelings that lull us to sleep, that lead us to sleep, but a steadfast faithfulness in Christ that leads us to be awake, to be sober, to be alert to the day. Baptized saints, wake up. Sober up, live in the day as God's children, for that is who you are this day. Accept the hard times along with the good, while knowing that you belong to Christ and Christ belongs to you, knowing that he is coming back for you soon. And so be ready, awake, sober, and in the day, wearing the armor of light and the helmet of salvation, for you are sons of light and daughters of the day. Yes, be ready, be awake, be sober. For your Jesus is coming back to make all things new. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The The Lord Lord bless bless and keep you. you.